The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Hey, everybody. This is Chris Marwitz, your co-host. James will be calling in shortly. We do have a guest. Uh, He hasn't called in yet, but don't worry. He will be coming on. So, you know, unfortunately, we weren't able to do the show last week. Some things happened, but hey, we're back. We're doing it. We're strong. So, um, anyway, so, of course, you know, the, the, so, of course, yeah. you know, hey, James, I heard you're on. So, we were yeah, introduced and everything. So, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> how, how's your week going? Oh, uh, you ain't going to believe it. I'm sitting right here waiting to do the show. It's kind of Unbelievable. Yeah, well, you know, but you're here though. That's 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 a good thing. That's a good thing. So I was just starting to tell everybody that uh, you know we there was a little bit of technical glitches last week, but we're back on. We're strong. The show is still here, so um, we're ready. A uh, lot's yeah, been going on in sports. Yeah, just me and you on right now, Chris. Yeah, just you and me. Uh, our guest hasn't called in yet, so it's okay. We can uh, we can do what we do. <laughs> God, I'm laughing at myself. But let's get it started. I want to thank you for calling and waking me up. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are laughing about that one. But let's get it going. Uh, like I said, I guess we'll be, well, i get his name if we don't call in. We'll call him. But be registered for the NBA player until he call in. Or we call him, Chris. We're going to rock and roll this show. Uh, well, you're a host. These are calls with me, and uh, we might want to shoot it at each other. Uh, I know this, Chris, that uh, football is over. We're into basketball. Uh, I'm sure I want to talk with our guests about this, but uh, how do you feel about this COVID-19 farewell? You know, you think um, the Lakers should just get a season up? Or, I mean, it's just ridiculous. What do you think? You know, I, I don't think they're going to give it up. It's it's kind of like a so long, so long year for him. I mean, it's like everywhere he goes, the fans are are thrilled. They're saying goodbye to him, you know, and and they're they're having record crowds. And 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 actually, you know, he's he's been doing okay. I was I was kind of surprised uh, that uh, that that he's been he's been okay. Um, can't really say much for the the rest of the team, but you know they've only won like eleven games, <laughs> which is which is kind of sad. But uh, yeah, his his numbers have been okay. It's it's part of the rest of the team. There's been injuries and and so forth, but no, they're they're not gonna. You know, he's he's gonna go out gracefully. Oh, man, I don't know, Chris. I think uh, I mean they're losing. They got some young guys on the team. You know, um. Nance Jr. and the other guy, I can't think of his name. I mean, I understand it's Kobe last year and they're trying to give him the respect, but 
I mean, like, man, I mean, they're just throwing away the season now. Don't you, you don't think they are? Well, what else are they going to do? It's kind of kind of a, a growing period for them. But 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 regarding Nance Jr., he he just he's hurt. He may be out for the rest of the season. Apparently, his knee um, bust his knee up, and he may not play the rest of the season. So. You know, <laughs> there, there's, there's, like I said, there's a lot of injuries on the on the Lakers. There's just problems. So, you know, so who, who else are they going to play? You know. Well, yeah, I didn't know Nance was hurt. I thought they were just sitting him down, but yeah, I mean, no, but, there was there was more to it on that for him. Yeah, I mean, I see you selling tickets, you know, because people going to come and want to see Kobe, you know. But man, it's just like I don't know, it's just like. It's like going to see the bad new Bears play, you know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're right. When especially when when what ten years ago they were just they were just a force to be reckoned with, and now all of a sudden it's like wow, it's just not not impressive to see. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, that's I guess so. Um, I know you got questions, but uh, I kind of see some of the news that kind of bother me. Go back to football that long. Um, Oh, RG3, you know. Um, it's sad to see these guys like that with talent throw their careers away, and there's other people out there who like to have a career that they have. You know, and what's going on with happening to him? I mean, he brought it upon himself, you know? I mean, right. I think he did. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I. I... He, yes, he, he did have a mouth, and, and he, he wouldn't. You know, he wasn't doing what the coaches were asking him to do, and you know he lost his starting job, and you know now he's losing his position on the team. I I think he'll be picked up by another team. Um, I I think I saw a statistic today that you know they were asking the fans, you know, would would, would you want your team to sign him? And I think like sixty percent of the of the fans that that answered said no. <laughs> so even though he's he's been you know, on the bench, and he's been supporting the team, and he's been staying quiet. Um, I, I, I do think he still has a lot of skills, and and he has something to offer a team. Yeah, but I mean, when I mean, you look at what he does, he's what type of quarterback he is. You know, you see him get hurt a lot. We've seen that with Michael Vick, right? Right. You know, they know how to fly. I mean, what team you see him playing for? And then how long do you see him playing? Because yeah. You that, Chris? I'm here. I'm sorry. What, what were you? What, you didn't finish your question. Uh, and and um, you see him, I mean, not make it through the season. I mean, you say that. Remember, I kept saying that about Max Fitt. He won't make a full season. Well, that's the same with RG2. He won't make it during the full season where he's playing. So, what team do you see him playing for? Well, I, I remember early, or by, I think it was near the end of the season, I believe uh, there was something about the. Um, Dallas Cowboys was thinking about signing him, but uh, you know because they, they they need somebody who's going to back up their quarterback. But anymore, you know what quarterback really plays a whole season? I mean, you don't see one very very often that does play a whole season without getting injured. So you know, Tom Brady. Tom, but Tom Brady had had in, had problems on the other end with the rest of their team being injured. You know, but Tom in the past has has had problems. Russell Wilson. Yeah, okay, Russell Wilson. You okay? You name two. Okay, I, you got me. But that that's 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 
But but out of thirty two teams, and you only have a couple that you can name. Well, so, uh, you, anyway, I, I, I just you, you you can't go in assuming that someone's going to be injured. You know, you got to hope that they're going to practice and stay healthy, and you know, then when it was when and if it's something happens, then you know, then you deal with it. But or you hope you have somebody else on the bench that can come in, like most teams do have a backup quarterback. But but I, I don't think he'll be a starting quarterback. I think he'll be a backup quarterback for some team that they will train and and hope that they can put him in as the starting quarterback when once that starting quarterback uh, retires or goes elsewhere. Mm, I don't know. I mean, you say you're not going to start Why not? I mean, look at all the teams that quarterback. He, he got better athletic ability and all like that. Look at over there San Francisco, better than Captain now. Um, look at um, um, the Bears, Jake Cutler. You know, why can't you see him not starting? Because they, they they have too much money on the line for those for those quarterbacks. Yeah, they they're not playing with your capability. You get rid of them, right? Well, but did you hear that the Forty Niners did uh, that, that they are signing? They're expected to sign Kaepernick, so they plan on having him on their roster this year. So, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Kaepernick is the type of quarterback at RG three. That's what I'm saying. You don't, what teams, you say you don't see him, you see him for Dallas, but being a backup. Well, if you got to put him on a team like that with Tony Robo, yeah, that's all he is going to be a backup. But if you put him on a bad team where he compete for that starting job with Jay Cutler, you know, or you put him on, mm, shoot, what other team has got the quarterback? I mean, look at Miami. Tannehill, he's horrible. He's still starting, right? Right. But but you need you need to be he needs to be on a team with a with a strong enough head coach that can you know tell him look this is what we're going to deal with this is not what we're going to deal with and and for him to actually respect that coach and and do what he's what he's told you know because you see you saw what happened in in Cleveland we're not going to go there but you saw what happened in Cleveland. I know it is, but it's still it's a matter of no respect from 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 him. So, let that boy get away with that. They sure did. Nobody else could get away with that. But Cleveland did that, so that's why he hit that way. Yeah, and that's why he'll probably Washington, be out of the out of the league. Washington didn't play no games with RG three. They did some by the way, you know. You want to run your mouth, you have benches. And you see they got rid of them. They, they did, they did, but I, I still think that there's going to be somebody else out there that will, you know, that, that, that will pick them up. I still see them. It's too young to be a backup. I can see well. it in this year like Michael Vick, you know. Now I can see that because Michael Vick all he is is a backup, you know, but... That boy's young. He only what two years in the league. Yeah. And he didn't play last year. Right. Well, how many years? How many years? First year he was a rookie. Next year we win. Was that last year? This year when he didn't play. We saw him play yeah, early, early on, but that was about it. He had that one bad year. Remember? Yes. Yeah. And then this year he didn't play at all. Okay. 
So you're right on that. Let's take a break and we'll come back, Chris. Hopefully our guest calls back in, call in, and we'll get talking more NBA. Well, this is Jerry with Chris. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam had the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Jay Love, your host of Loving That Sports Talk and co-host. Chris, are you there, Chris? I'm here, James. I don't know how you know, but you do All right, and Chris, we have our guest, Reggie Slater. What's up, Slate? I'm feeling the love, man, feeling the love. How's everything going? <laughs> I'm doing good. Last week, I forgot you this last time. <laughs> and I'm calling in late today, man. That's my bad. That's totally my bad. Well, Reggie, me and Chris, we're going to be shooting it at you today. Is that all right? I bad be fine. Bring it, bring it. Hit me with your best shot, brother. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna start Chris, and then I'm gonna let you go. We go back and forth, and all that sound, Chris. That sounds all good. Right. All right, Red. We was talking about um, the NBA getting back in. You know how it is. You know we got Kobe retiring. We got Kevin Durant. Don't know where he's gonna go. How do you feel <laughs> the Golden State Warriors are just blowing people out? Do you see them winning again this year? Well, I haven't seen anybody, and we're more than halfway through the season, 
that's going to stand up to them. I think early on everybody was like, okay, well, they're the favorites, but they've got a, 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 a Spurs team that's been re, rejuvenated, and they've also got a, a newly a newly freshened up San Antonio Spurs. Well, since that talk, uh, they've blown through both those guys. And, um, you know, it's looking pretty good for them, I'd say, right now. So my, my, my question to you, Reggie, is, you know, basically the second part to what James was saying, do you think it's going to come down to the Cavaliers versus the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals, or who, who do you see playing against them? I don't know. It, 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 you know, it, it could be uh, Golden State versus whoever at this point because the results have been the same, you know. Uh, I think San Antonio is, is probably a better team than they were last year, and they might, uh, you know, be somebody that, uh, you know, stops Cleveland getting where they want to be. Hey, I know you, uh, there's no battle in the East, but... You know, I want to kind of go over to the East. And we know Golden State and um, San Antonio over there, they're going to be battling for that spot. But uh, over in the East, it just seemed like the East got weaker, Reg. I know back in the day, you used to have Dallas, remember that? Going against, I mean, not Dallas, Detroit going against the Bulls. Atlanta was good, you know. I mean, Indiana was good. What is going on with the East? It's just Cavaliers now. Why are they not a strong division over there now? Well, Throughout the decades, man, um, throughout the decades, I'm going to say at least to the 80s or so, um, the basketball in the West has always been the flashy, run-and-gun style of play, and the basketball in the Eastern Conference has been more of the tougher, down-and-gritty, half-court style of play. Well, because of the new rules that have emerged in the NBA, um, everybody's going towards the fast pace, uh, you know, certainly not fouls, uh, you know, uh, when you play and whatnot. And so that, 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 that gears towards and the rules bend in favor of uh, a Western Conference that has been doing that for quite some time. Hmm. So, so, Reggie, I heard Gary Payton said something the other day. He stated that the NBA is soft nowadays. What's your opinion yeah. on that? I think any older veteran would, would say that. I mean, I was actually at a game the other day. Uh, my son and I went to a game, and it was uh, with a bunch of retired players and such, and I couldn't watch the game because some of the things that they were let get in the way, um, man, when I played, it would have been, you know, somebody got into a fight or something. You guys are going to the hole, uh, unencumbered, uh, you know, it was like Moses, partner Red Sea. Uh, the, the game, is the rules are a heck of a lot different than they were. And that's why you see so many points scored now as compared to 10, 20, 30 years ago. It's geared towards, um, you know, guys uh, shining more offensively. So, so you think that, or what you're saying basically is, is that they're, are they letting hey, so the fouls go and they're letting them play more? Or? The, I'm saying that the, the, um, when I played, you had things called hand-checking rules. There you, uh, go. you can box out a lot more physically. Now you can't do that. You can't go anywhere close to anybody, particularly a star. Uh, so the so the the rules are for a more softer type of play right now. Even though the guys are physically 
I mean, they have workouts to make them last throughout the season. So some of these guys look like behemoths and hulks. But um, I don't know, dude. I mean, you guys tell me. Uh, did you guys see the Lakers game the other day when Kobe uh, popped his finger out of place? And what no, did he I do? heard about it. Pop it right back in and go play. Is yeah. anybody else out there doing that in this new era? No. 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 Uh, so, I mean, I'm not discounting the play of the basketball right now. It's just evolved and changed. What I am saying is I, I, I certainly see where Gary is saying that the, the mentality is a little softer now. And well, who's to blame for that? Well, the rules are kind of like that, you know? So, I, mean, I have friends that are coaches, and they've said the same thing. You know, they, they coach guys in the NBA, and, you know, you have to really be delicate on how you talk to guys. Uh, they go, you know, uh, you know, piles in their rooms. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> it's wow. a different league than it was 20, 30 years ago. Reggie, I don't know if you see this, but uh, I kind of watch, and they, they changed the game of football because they wanted to score more. And so they, they trying to change baseball now because they're saying they want the young kids, they want to score they you know, the home runs. They, why are they changing that? Because I like back like you did back in the days where it was a defensive game, you know what I'm saying? Um, right. It's defense not just like to see the part of the sea and you score. You, you wanted a tough game. I get tired of the 130-point game, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah well, and, well, part of it is fans, man, and uh, it's economic and money. People uh, get excited when, um, you know, they see their – person they're rooting for score and um you know the more scores they have the more they can imagine that they're that, they're that person and you know you're like, toward again offense shining it's not so much of a defensive game as it once was i mean uh, if either one of you guys watched the all-star game uh this weekend all-star games are traditionally times for offensive guys just to show out you know, and do what they can do, and and, uh, and 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 usually that happens probably three of the four quarters. Then somewhere in the fourth quarter, it gets really tough defensively. If you watch this year's game, it was it was uh, it never got the defense never even appeared. I mean, it was a great showcase of a lot of guys, with a lot of talents. If you looked at the scoreboard, you I mean you had Durant that scored a bunch of points, uh, Harden scored a bunch of points. And a, and a group of guys, you know, uh, Westbrook ended up, I believe, <coughs> winning the MVP. But it was it was a uh, it was a showcase for the offense there. Um, defense at this stage and point is not as important as it once was in the culture of of um, you know the finances of basketball. But, but, but look, look, Red. I'm sorry, because you're Chris, Red. Look at that Super Bowl. It was a defensive game. Everybody thought that was a oh, great yeah. game, but I was looking at, man, I want some scoring. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was a boring. But if you look at that, that's a defensive game. That's a good game, right, Red? That was a great game. That was a great right. game. But, I mean, people would have wanted, you know, how many people really wanted, <laughs> people wanted Peyton Man to win the MVP. They wanted him to go out there. But, you know, I don't know how much Peyton has in the tank anymore. To deliver that, or what they do have is a heck of a, a defense, very similar to the Ravens a few years ago when they won the title, you know? Right. 
So the question I have for you has to do with the Knicks. So it seems like, you know, the New York Knicks, they, they, the team just doesn't, you know, everyone's getting frustrated with each other. You know, they, uh-huh. they, they lose a game and they're like, so what? You know, there's another game. You know, I, I know that, uh, like, Carmel Anthony is, he's, he's, he's getting, you know, pretty, pretty upset with them that, that they're not bringing their A game, you know, when they, when they come to play. You know, do, right. do you think anything's going to change? Um, gosh, I, I don't know. I'm not in that locker room. I don't know what they're saying, but I do know this about any kind of business or, or, or football team or basketball team. Uh, you know, it starts, starts with the top. You know, your body follows the head. So, I mean, um, whoever's at the top was Phil Jackson. Man, he's man, very respected. They've got to get a coach. Now. I know they have Kurt Rambis there as the interim, uh, but they've got to get an embedded philosophy and mindset that they're just going to out-tough the tough times. And, uh, you know, um, that's the only thing I really have to say about that one. Well, hmm. yeah, I want to um, change it up a little. I know Chris did her homework. She already got questions. Uh-huh. I want to. I want to jump in some. I'm just switch it up. But uh, tell me what you think. You know, um, you know how recruiting is this big now. It's trying to be like a yes, national signing day, and I love Wyoming to death. But yes, Wyoming's a great school. Why can't we get these five star athletes to come there, Red? I mean. Wyoming's a great school to go to. I'm glad I went there, you know? Oh, absolutely. As a mom, man, I love Wyoming. I love the school. I love the people. Uh, right. And Wyoming was great for me, you know? Yeah. The the issue, I think, that's sticking out like a sore thumb right now is, again, man, I, I keep going back to money. Uh, there's a lot of money to be made in sports nowadays. Uh, and you see, uh, and, and with that, schools are equipping equipping their stadiums, their practice facilities, their workout facilities with state-of-the-art things and products and whatnot. Um, I don't know if you guys have been watching. Chris, I don't know if you've been uh, listening to the um, – um, they had a deal the other day about uh, funding the athletic yeah. program at Wyoming. Did you, are you aware of that? Yes. Okay. And so you can't have even a whisper <laughs> – of things like that, you know, talking about possibly going to an FCS school and all that. You can't, man, you can't even have a whisper of things like that if you want to bring five car, uh, five-star recruit guys in there. You got to keep up with the times and, uh, you know, keep moving forward. I think Coach Bowles is doing that at Wyoming. He, he makes him like a great guy. He has a great vision for what is, but he has to have the funding and backing financially in order to manifest that vision into reality. So I think a lot of times, uh, or some of the times when guys have problems with Wyoming, it's just that, you know, they haven't got, okay, you get there and it's a great school, and as an adult, retrospectively, I can look back and say that, but what about the facilities? Uh, the mm-hmm. school here just put $50 million into their facilities in order to get a new this, that, and whatsoever. What have you guys got? Oh, nothing. Or, you know, Right. So this one, we're gonna take a break. We gotta take a break. We're gonna come back, talk a little bit more about that, and then we're gonna uh, we're gonna go at you, dude. Hard, red, little hard at you now. That all right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's a challenge. <laughs> this is James and Chris. 
Our guest, former NBA player, Registrator, will be right back. Film the love. Film the love. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Everybody host of Loving That Sports Talk. Co-host with me, Chris. Chris, you there? I am right here with you. Chris, we're fortunate to have Reggie. I was so glad. I'm going to tell you, NBA started back up so we can get back talking with Reggie, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> Love having Reggie on. Hey, uh, all, all opinions are, uh, are strictly Reggie Slater's. They don't represent the NBA or the NCAA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. These are strictly uh, views expressed by Reggie Slater's solely. <laughs> gotcha. Well, Reg, I just want to jump because I just had to throw that in there because I know how you feel about Wyoming. I know how me and all the other guys. Wyoming's a great school, and I wish I could recruit some people to come there because, like I said, it was different when we were there. We didn't have all what they had now. They're getting better with facilities and all that, but, you know, I think if they get more five-star athletes coming in and showing how it is, Oh, absolutely. I think also, man, if there was a better connection, because what, I, what I've seen by uh, a lot of the schools around here in Texas and, 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 and the surrounding areas is they have a lot of guys that are still involved with the program that still maintain ties. So um, when a recruit comes in, a coach can say, look, and honestly say, look, we've maintained ties with, uh, with, 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 uh, with these guys. And they've gone on and, and uh, you know, created a life for themselves post-football uh, 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 or basketball or what have you. You know what I mean? 
But I think one of the things to do today is to have longevity. Been there for a while. And uh, I'll stick another egg on that one. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. So, okay, Reggie, here we go. So, you know, the, the Oklahoma City Thunder, they, they pretty much in the past have played a lot of small ball. And when they play small right. ball, they are just unstoppable. The question right. I have is, why aren't they playing small ball much anymore? They aren't? They aren't. The Oklahoma City Thunder aren't? Correct. They've, they've moved, they're moving away from it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I can't say that I watch them very much. But I do know that, you know, some of the centers I noticed in the game, a lot of the centers now are three-point shooters. Oh, me. There's such a difference from what was, and it's a transition to what is right now, I guess. But um, I don't know. Perhaps they're trying to reestablish a dominant philosophy as to gain the upper hand going into the playoffs. The old school train of thought was you can go up and down, up and down three quarters, very similar to what, the uh, uh, all-star game, but when the defense starts getting pressured and clamping on you, then you need a good, solid half-court game. You need an Akeem Olajuwon or Michael Jordan or somebody of that ilk to deliver in this day and age. You know, it's a, it's a Carmelo Anthony or, or uh, LeBron James or who have you, uh, Steph Curry, to deliver in that half-court. He's usually been a post player. You know, it's, it's traditionally a post player because, you know, you put the ball inside, he do his thing, he scores. Or you throw the ball inside, he draws a double team or a triple team, and that frees up an open three-point shooter to go and hit their shot. Uh, that might be an old-school philosophy that they're bringing back. Hmm. Reds, I got one for you. Okay, I'm going to hit you hard with this one. What happened to the point guard where they dish the play, make the play, get the assist? Now it seems like all the point guards are doing is shooting and, you know, and taking on the well, game. Oh, yes. You know, uh, gone are the days of the Mark Eaton and the Mark Jackson. And I know exactly what you mean. It's more like now when you get a guy like Russell Westbrook, who's a, uh, who's a, who's a, who's a point guard, but he's more of a shooting guard that's been tailored. The offense has been tailored around him to be the offensive guard. He's a definite threat. And, you know, the sincerest form of flattery, uh, the sincerest form of flattery is imitation. I think that's happened a few times, and, and, and what's happened is over the years, many teams have adopted that style to having a shooting guard that, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, getting him to basically be a, a point guard because you always have that extra threat, especially if they're going to call fouls and they're not going to hand check. Why not? Wow. So, okay, next question has to do with Golden State Warriors. You know, they're right now they're they're 50 and 5. And do you think they could actually tie, I think they tie a record if they if they won 73 games. They would win, I think, win, I think if they did 73. Uh I think the record was set by the Bulls at 72 and 10. Um so they would actually beat the Bulls uh, yeah, record okay. at 73 and 9. Is it doable? I, I think so. Uh, but I also think that the playoffs is a grind. That's, a, you know, even if they're changing the rules a little bit, that's still a grind because, you know, everybody sharpens their pencils and whatnot and, and, and pays, you know, uh, uh, extra uh, attention. 
so what, what, what teams traditionally do is they rest a lot of their key players uh, toward the last, you know, eighth or so of the season, you know, rest their legs. Uh, particularly, you see that with older teams. That's why you see San Antonio Spurs resting, you know, Tim Duncan and Mar- uh, Mar- uh, Ginobili and those type of guys. Uh, Golden State is really young. I don't know if they'll do that, but I do know if one of their key players has a uh, goes into the playoffs with a, a bum ankle or a pulled hamstring, which could affect how effective they are in the playoffs. That's something that they don't want to do. So right. what they may do is go, you know, last 15 games, not play some of the stars as much. And a result of that may be some losses that grow, you know, towards the end here. Reggie, I'm, I'm at you now. You're the owner of the Chicago Bulls. Do you keep Derrick Rose or do you get rid of him? If you get rid of him, why? If you keep him, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think what has to be involved in something like that, Derrick Rose is a heck of a player. You know, I, I would have to sit down and see where his mind is and talk to him. Um, he, 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 he's all heart. He's athletic. He's all get out despite the injuries. I would have to sit down and talk with him and see where his dedication level is. I know there's been some um, tussling uh, of who is the leader of that team, uh, Butler or, or him, at least uh, as the media has portrayed it. You know, I'd like to sit down with him and, and hear everything straight from the horse's mouth and, uh, you know, see, see, see his dedication, and, and then I'd make a decision once that was done. Yeah, but... Didn't you remember back when he said, you know, his dedication is being able to walk his kids to his graduation? Didn't that right there tell you that he's not dedicated? You know what I'm saying? Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't recall him saying that. I, I don't, I'm, I'm, even if he did say that, who knows what frame of mind he was in at that time, you know? Um Insecurities are, man, insecurities is, is powerful. Fear is yeah. powerful. He might have just been coming off of injury or a surgery or something, and he's contemplating things. But, you know, I, I've, um, you know, I watch football every now and then. I don't quite understand the sport as well as you do, but I do understand the sport enough to know competition. And uh, they had a panel up there, including uh, Chris Carter and, and several other retired players, and they were talking about all the injuries and whatnot that have occurred in football, particularly in the 60s and 70s when guys were just brutal and animalistic out there. And some of those guys had played during that time, to which uh, a guy asked him, would you trade it? Would you trade any of it? And vehemently, all of them said, no, I wouldn't trade it for the world. So I, I think if, if um, I mean... <laughs> Unless they're just out there with hacksaws, which they're not, uh, he'll be able to walk, man. I mean, he might be walking with a, I don't know. But, but I, I, that might have been a moment of frustration that he said that. And of course, things can be taken out of context when you're quoting folks. Yeah, it came after, you know, his injuries. And, you know, when you're having more and more injuries, you, you say things that, you know. But, you know, you're right. right. Before Chris asked, I got one more question for you. You know, you said insecurity. Um, I was when you said Chris Carter. He told me, he said, "Well, he said you find that DB and you look him in the eye. You could tell a DB when they're scared, and that's the one you go at." When you absolutely. were playing, did you see that in players on the court? Oh, that was absolutely. like, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, 
basketball, football, life, it's such a mental game. Uh, you know, and I, it, there was a time a long time ago when I was like, man, pro ball is hard, but it's, it's not so much. You just have to train your mind. And, you know, the, 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 the bad thing and the good thing is way more good than bad. For me, was that I, I was short of stature compared to every other player in my position. So uh, it was easy for somebody that I was going up against to say, I'm going to take the day off because this guy is, you know, two inches taller than me. He wasn't drafted, so on and so forth. And you can you can see in their eye when they take a lackadaisical look, or they think they're superior. Uh, you know, and, and you and, and players like myself would would, would go out there and, and and you know got proven wrong. Go out there, eat them alive. I I didn't have the luxury to take a day off like they did. You know, I had to eat. So you know, uh, I was eating them up. <laughs> that was my problem. You know, these are pretty boys. They don't want to use up their fouls. I use a raw my pal. Nice. So all right. So what, what I want to know is, you know, Steph Curry. You know, he's he's basically just eating up the three point line this year. I mean, he's probably going to surpass his record from last year. I mean, last season he had two hundred eighty six three pointers, and so far he has two hundred forty five for this season so far. Wow. Um, wow. And so he's gonna he's gonna surpass it. Most of those, I think, about sixty seven percent of those three pointers are past the twenty eight yard or twenty eight foot three point line. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so they they've been comparing him a lot to Michael Jordan and trying to say that he's even better than Michael Jordan. What what do you have to say about that comparison? He's probably a better three point shooter than Michael Jordan. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But an overall player. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. But a better three-point shooter, yes, he, he probably is. Uh, but, uh, 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 you know, usually, and, and, and he's a great player. I'm not taking anything away from Steph Curry. Good gosh, he's a great player. Usually, uh, traditionally, I'm so old, I keep saying that. When you base, when you, I'm about to get out the air, I guess, you, you, you put, you, you, you build a team around a center, because you can't teach height. You can teach a lot of other things, but you can't teach height. And that's why traditionally, especially in the 70s, you had teams like Moses, uh, sitting around guys like Moses Malone, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Patrick Ewing, uh, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, certainly, uh, so on and so forth. Um, it, it was odd that you could build a team around a guard, Michael Jordan, in his day, and what he was able to do on the court, you know. Um, even Magic Johnson, even though he was a point guard, he subbed in as a, uh, a center during uh, the finals, his uh, rookie year. He was, I mean, he actually played one through positions one through five. Um, so, 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 but to have a guy like Steph Curry who, in, who, 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 who physically resembles everything that the NBA is doing now as far as, man, we want quicker, quicker, faster, more uh, finesse. You know, and then that's why you got the scores. That's him, and 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 uh, and I say that as if he was bred to do that. This guy, man, and one of the things I love about him is when they were doing the uh, draft. You know, I was looking at the old draft reel. They were saying he's too little for this, and he can't defend, and all these negative things. And here this guy is, is a fellow just went and worked his tail off, and he's best player in my opinion in the NBA right now. 
You know, Hold on, Slay. Let me, let me cut you off. But, Joe, uh, can we go through this break and go to the end? Huh? Can we go? I was asking Joe, can we? We both go commercial break, but can we just keep going, Joe, and just go to the end? Okay, Definitely keep thanks. going. Okay, there you go, Red. Sorry, I didn't want to get cut off. But, Red, I know what you're saying. I know what Chris saying. Tell me, I know you. I, that's why I love talking to you because, you know, I watch a lot of football, but basketball, you know, I watch, but the game has changed and it's not understanding me no more because I don't know if it's like this offensive, but how do you stop Golden State Warriors, Reds? Tell me. What can a, a team do to stop them? Because you got Curry, is there way? If you got, Man, um, I'm going to tell you what. What you got to <laughs> have, because uh, he is a great, man, he moves so well without the ball. People talk about how well his handles are. You know, I keep on hearing these uh, comparisons about who's got the better handles, him or Kyrie Irving. And that's debatable. What I do know is off the ball, that guy's all over the place. He'll go through screens and picks, and all of a sudden he's wide open. He just has great movement on offense. This guy's all over the place. So to counteract that, you got to have him guarding somebody that's of equal energy because he's going to get tired somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to be hard for him to expend all that energy on both ends of the court. You know, has he checked and guarded anybody, uh, you know, a, a big point guard or whatever position he's playing that can make him work like that? You know what I mean? If he, if he had to work and expend a whole lot more energy on, um, on defense, I don't know if he'd be able to do it as well, perhaps, as he's doing on offense. That might be one way to look at stopping him. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I thought about that too because when I play high school ball, it's different. And we had a guy like that, Coach. Like you play him from um, from both ends of the floor. Soon to get the ball, you on him. You know, you try and tire right. him out. You know, right? But he's but so I'm quick. saying you want you want him you want him to get tired by playing defense on you too. Yeah. You know, but you gotta get a, a shooter out there. You know. Yeah. Cool. That's true. So the question I have for you has to do with from 15 years ago to now, I, I know you were talking a little bit about you can't teach height, but it seems to be that uh, the, the players are actually shorter than they were 15 years ago, but they have a, a wider um, um, arm length, you know, and, and what, what, what do you think the reason for that is? I don't know. I don't know if they're shorter than they were 15 years ago. Yeah, there, was, there, there, was, there was something I read where the average NBA body is actually shorter than they were, but they have a wider oh. wingspan. So oh, I don't know. It might be the milk. I don't know. <laughs> 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 but I do know that you know when guys are training, um, you know it, it's, 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 it's jump shots now. I mean, you watch the game, you see very few fifteen footers or you know mid level jump shots. Everything is either a, a layup or a three pointer. And so, you know, guys got, you know, in, in the, in the, in the probably, you know, 2005, 2010 era, you saw an explosion of European players coming to the NBA, much more than normal. And what it was is guys that were, you know, 6'10, 6'9, 6'11, that were essentially, if they're here in America, they'd be, you know, put in the power forward center position, but they've been training at guard and, 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 and small forward. And they're just shooting threes like crazy. And now a lot of the American kids have begun to emulate that. 
Um, like I say, you, you rarely see nowadays post game in, in, in uh, you know, in the NBA. Not, it's not very often you see that. I wanna uh, get a little I don't, bit know, why, I don't know why I got shorter now. They're shorter. I wish they were shorter when I played. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get it. I want to get it a little bit about you. You know, when you play, was there anybody who got you frustrated in the game? You know, what I'm saying that took you out of your game. Well, yeah, um, several people. You know, particularly, and this, and this is funny because you know I always had a chip on my shoulder because I was a short guy. I was like I said, smaller stature. And so when I played against guys that were, you know, drafted high and with these six nine, mm-hmm. six ten guys, I'm only six six, you know, it was easy for me to mentally get into a place to to just use whatever I had to offset them. But the part used to get me um uh frustrated when I played guys like Malik Rose, he comes to mind. Guys like that, they were short like me. <laughs> and they were just as hungry as me. So he had two little pet bulls just going at each other. <laughs> you know, both of us, uh, we had low centers of gravity and, and that type of thing. And, you know, it's easy for me to, to, to find the advantage, you know, in, 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 in um, players that were much taller than me or what have you. But when it's, you got a guy that's just as hungry as me out there, and then if he was younger too, ooh, have, you know, a little more stamina, and you got to push yourself. And it was just a... Man, it was just a tug of war, Titan versus Gods. It was, it, was, it was a tug of war there. Wow. So, last question I have for you has to do with this year's NBA uh, draft pick. So, who, uh-huh. who do you think should be number one? Duke's Brandon Ingram or LSU's Ben Simmons? Um, man, I'm probably not the best person to speak about that just because I've been... I've been watching more football than anything else lately, even though I don't know anything about the sports. But all I have been hearing on the basketball side is how good this kid from LSU is. I've heard Magic yeah. talk about that, and I've heard a lot of people co-sign some kid from LSU that he's the truth. So, you know, that's really the only kid that I've really been hearing about. Okay. Well, since you've been saying you talk about watching football, I'm going to go with you with football. Uh, oh, well, I've been watching high school football. <laughs> now he clarifies. <laughs> RG three, can he make a comeback? Will he make a comeback? And can he change what everybody was, you know, the coaches all been saying about him his work habits? Well, man, you know that's something I think that only uh, RG three knows. Mm. You know, um, he's the only person. Uh, you know, love can love's the only person I know that can that can change love. Yeah, Chris is the only yeah. person I know that can wake up in the morning and say, "I'm gonna decide to do this today and forget about anything negative." So what RG3 has to do is to forget about any kind of labels that's been put on him and decide that he's gonna be a new whoever. You know, um, but so I mean, it's on him. I would say it's yeah. on him. So, Reggie, one thing I wanted to find out, right now they have the, the NFL combine going on. When you uh-huh. were going through, you know, something similar to that with the NBA, what, what, what did they put you through? Oh, gosh. Um, man, a lot of quad strength, hamstring, um, uh, how quick you were off the ball, uh, things of that nature. Endurance, uh, you know, let alone the... Hey, please stand against the wall. Do not stand on your tiptoes and take your height. Uh, you know, and I would always be on my tiptoes. 
You know, but yeah, I remember a lot of the. They'd always check, tech, test your, uh, you know, your 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 leg strength, and uh, I don't know if they tested your upper body strength that much, but your, your legs was a big deal. Uh, certainly checked your heart and and lungs and and whatnot to make sure that everything was okay, you know. But uh, when I when you look at the NFL combine, these guys are running lateral movement, touching cones, and doing that. I, I don't remember all that. Okay, Reg, I got one. Prince brought that up. Good question. You know, I got kind of great with these combine because some athletes test well and some uh-huh. don't. But then the ones right. who test well are the ones who got the heart, and because they test well, they get. You know what I'm saying? Do you? Yeah. Agree, do you agree with that? Yeah, because you know it's just like academics. Not everybody tests well. You know, they need time to get comfortable because you, know, you have anxiety or whatever that's, that's plaguing you. Uh, so, you know, there's going to be a, some wiggle room in there for guys that, 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 that aren't supposed to make it on paper that, that transcend that they end up making it, you know? Right, right. Well, we've got enough for one more question, Chris. You go ahead. So, Reggie, what, what have you been up to lately? Well, <laughs> well, uh, been man, a lot of stuff. You know, I um, got four kids in, a, in, in business, married. Um, so, um, you know, visiting kids. Uh, I have a son that's being recruited. Um, so, you know, I'm listening to him and uh, uh, with this whole recruiting process, and it's very flattering to him right now. It's like being the pretty girl at a dance, and everybody wants to ask you to dance. Because um, he's the, recruited for football, right? Right, right. Um, he actually committed to Northwestern. Okay, so, good school. Um, but he, he texted me this morning and said he was direct messaged by several other schools uh, today, which uh, kind of caught my ear, but you know, he's committed now, so it is what it is. Um, I'm just seeing you know, life grow and, and enjoying life, you know, precious present type thing. Um, that's what I'm up to. Yeah, I'm normal. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something we never we never really talk about. So it's always nice to know what what you've been doing. I own 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 several businesses in uh, Houston, Texas, Greater Houston area. They're like um, they're called Quick Cars or uh, Preventive Maintenance or uh, Centers, kind of like Jiffy Lubes. Uh, I own seven of those. Uh, I actually had lunch with a with a company that wanted wanted to see if I was interested in purchasing another one. Um, I was actually driving by the site earlier in our talk to see where this prospective uh, site would be, you know, checking out the demographics and whatnot. Um, so, I mean, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Well, Reg, you can cut short, but, uh, man, I appreciate you coming in. Sorry about me last week, you know. I really appreciate you, though. Man, call me anytime. I'd love to talk to you guys, and I appreciate everything you guys are doing. All right. Thanks again. All right, Reg, great now. talking to you. Right. Yep, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Joe. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.